1: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
2: For joining us, we are going to begin tonight with breaking news. What began as election night is quickly becoming election week, as the race for the White House is still too close to call and could soon end up in Tonight, the president's path to victory has narrowed significantly, with more votes now counted. Absentee and early ballots have dramatically shifted the lead in several battleground states from President Trump to Joe Biden. As we come on the air tonight, CBS News is now projecting that Joe Biden has won the pivotal battleground state of Michigan, along with its 16 electoral votes. The former vice president is also the presumptive winner in Wisconsin, which has 10 electoral votes, though the Trump campaign has already filed for a legal recount. Tonight both campaigns say they are confident they see a route to the White House, but Mr. Biden said he would not declare victory until all of the votes are counted overnight President Trump falsely said he had won the election and would go all the way to the Supreme Court to stop ballots from being counted a legal option he does not have now the president is already heading to court tonight trying to stop the vote count in Pennsylvania and while the results from Tuesday's election are not clear one thing is more Americans turned out than have in more than a hundred years. There's a lot of new reporting coming in tonight as the votes are still being counted. Our team of correspondents is fanned out in the battleground states. But we want to begin tonight with CBS's Major Garrett with the latest results from those key battleground states and what it means in the road to 270. So Major, some stunning developments today.
3: Indeed, Nora. Let's catch our audience up on what's happened today. Projections for former Vice President Joe Biden in Wisconsin and Michigan. The rest of the map you see in white are toss-up states, but let me walk you through what is also on our radar screen. Nevada leans toward the former vice president, as does Arizona. You can see if those trends hold in Nevada and Arizona, former Vice President Biden reaches the crucial 270 electoral votes to become the next president of the United States. Nora?
2: And what is the path for Trump? Is there still a path for the president?
3: There is a path for the president, and I will walk you through it, but I want you to understand Pennsylvania looms so very large in that. Let's take take care of the easiest things first. We haven't called Alaska, but the president's going to win that. We haven't called Maine's second congressional district, but he's going to win that. Let's go back to what he won in 2016 in the south. Let's give the president Georgia. Let's give him North Carolina. You still He's 248, not there yet. Let's say he claws back where things currently exist in Nevada puts that in the Trump category. Arizona puts that in the Trump category. He is still five electoral votes short. That's why Pennsylvania, for the president, if you see all of this going his way, still looms so very, very large.
2: Really interesting to see it all there on the map. Major Garrett, thank you so much. Today, the former vice president sure sounded like a candidate who likes his chances. In a brief statement at his campaign headquarters, he made an appeal to put aside the nastiness of the campaign and called on Americans to try to heal the country's deep divide. CBS's Ed O'Keefe joins us with more. Good evening, Ed.
4: Good evening, Nora. Tonight, the president tweeted that he's claiming victories in Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and Michigan. This despite evidence to the contrary in Michigan and no official race calls yet in the other states. Former Vice President Biden, meanwhile, believes he's just hours away from winning the White House. Joe Biden said today the wave of ballots trickling in over the last 24 hours is enough to put him over the top. After a long night of counting, It's clear that we're winning enough states to reach 270 electoral votes needed to win the presidency. I'm not here to declare that we've won, but I am here to report when the count is finished, we believe we will be the winners. The Biden campaign feels they have a clear path to 270 electoral votes with both Arizona and Nevada leaning blue, plus a presumptive win in Wisconsin and a victory in Michigan, giving him two key battleground states he needs. In Michigan, we lead by over 35,000 votes, and it's growing. A substantially bigger margin than President Trump won Michigan in 2016. But as angry Trump supporters demanded entry to a ballot processing center in Detroit today, the Trump campaign sued to stop the Michigan count, arguing they need to review the ballots already opened and counted. This is fraud. This is absolute fraud. The Trump campaign is also trying to stop the count in Pennsylvania, where the president currently has an edge. But there are more than a million ballots uncounted, many from Democratic-leaning cities and counties.
5: We're going to win Pennsylvania, but they're trying to cheat us out of it because they know it's their only
4: path to victory. The president's legal team is hoping the Supreme Court will strike down a lower court's decision to count Pennsylvania mail-in ballots received by Friday, but that were postmarked by Election Day. The court previously refused to do so. We want... The law to be used in a proper manner so we'll be going to the u.s supreme court we want all voting to stop despite biden's victory in wisconsin with almost every vote counted the president's campaign demanded a recount though it's unlikely to substantially change the outcome president trump took his anger out on twitter today falsely claiming that his leads in democrat-run states started to magically disappear as surprise ballot dumps were counted Twitter flagged them as misleading, as those votes were legally cast and returned by the deadline. Biden's fortunes turned in the last 24 hours because he was able to win back Michigan and Wisconsin, two states that went for Mr. Trump in 2016 by flipping independence and building on then nominee Hillary Clinton's lead among women. He also performed better among union households than Clinton did in Michigan. In Arizona, he won among white women with college degrees and seniors, two groups that went for the president four years ago. The Biden-Harris campaign has said it wants all votes to be counted, but it's already thinking ahead, having launched their presidential transition website. But it's not expected that we'll hear from the former vice president again tonight. Nora.
2: All right, Ed O'Keefe, thank you. All right, as the path narrows to a second term for President Trump, the race has entered a legal phase. CBS's Paula Reed covers the White House for us and also happens to be a lawyer, so she's the perfect person to speak with. So, Paula, tell us about some of these legal challenges.
6: Good evening, Nora. Tonight, lawyers for the Trump campaign are throwing everything at the wall to try to prevent Joe Biden from getting 270 electoral votes. Now, when it comes to those lawsuits Ed mentioned, where they're trying to stop the vote count in Pennsylvania and Michigan, the campaign is demanding access to the vote counting sites. They want to be able to count each ballot. But there are already poll watchers representing both parties in place doing just that. So it's really unlikely that a judge is going to be sympathetic to that argument. In fact, the Trump campaign made a similar argument earlier this year, and even a Trump appointed judge sided with Democrats.
2: And I have to also ask you about the president vowing to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. Can they help him?
6: The campaign is asking to be able to join a lawsuit over votes that come into Pennsylvania between today and Friday. But if Joe Biden wins that state by more votes than the number that come in over these next three days, even Supreme Court intervention will not help President Trump win Pennsylvania.
2: Nora. All right, Paula Reed. thank you so much. Today, the government's top cybersecurity expert said the election passed without any evidence of a major cyber attack. He said Election Day was just another Tuesday. But he also cautioned that the danger is not over as vote counting continues. CBS News has confirmed that U.S. Cyber Command conducted a preemptive attack on foreign hackers to disrupt their attempts to interfere in the election. This election has featured record turnout and an impassioned electorate. And tonight, people are rallying in New York and other cities nationwide. CBS's Mullah Lange joins us now. And good evening, Mullah.
5: Well, good evening, Nora. There are about 1,000 people here at this Manhattan park have been taken to the streets earlier this afternoon, demanding that every vote counts. Now, these folks marched about 30 to 40 blocks through Manhattan, finally arriving here at Washington Square Park. Organizers are calling it a Protect the Vote protect the results rally, saying they want to keep the pressure on and make sure that ballot counting in this presidential election is not stopped prematurely in some of the closely contested states that remain. We've seen pro-Joe Biden signs and T-shirts. We've heard anti-Donald Trump. Uh, chance out here. This is a mostly Joe Biden supporting crowd. Some protesters are accusing President Trump of trying to steal this election. Now, this is just one of a dozen similar rallies happening across the country from Philadelphia to Chicago to Washington, D.C., where there are about 100 protesters gathered. Uh, protesters have been largely peaceful out here, but, of course, there are dozens of NYPD Police officers uh, who are out here and who, in fact, flanked the uh, crowds as they marched down here to the park. And they say they are ready, not just tonight, but they will be for the next few days, keeping an eye and monitoring any potential unrest in the aftermath of this election, Nora.
2: All right, Mola Lange, thank you so much. Let's get the latest now on the vote count in Pennsylvania, where more than a million early votes were uncounted when the day began. President Trump is still in the lead there tonight. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia. And good evening, Jerika, as the vote count continues.
7: Yes it does, Nora. After speaking with several voters over the last 24 hours it is clear that the mood is shifting from excited to tense as Pennsylvania awaits the results of this historic election. I want to take you inside the Pennsylvania Convention Center. That is where you will find over 100 election workers who continue to count ballots around the clock. Roughly 120,000 of those mail-in ballots still need to be counted and Philadelphia alone. Officials warned this year's total tally would take longer than normal because for the first time, more than 2.5 million people voted by mail throughout the state's 67 counties. One voter I spoke to today said all of this has made her
2: anxious. It's nerve-wracking. It's stressful. We just wanted, you know, I was hoping from yesterday that we would know something sooner.
7: And the governor today said the delay shows that the system is working, urging Pennsylvanians to be patient.
2: Nora. All right, Jerika Duncan, thank you. Now, heading into the election, it seemed unthinkable to many Republicans that Georgia could be in play for Joe Biden. The president started the day in the lead. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Atlanta. So, Mark, if you look at the vote tally right now, it's just about 68,000 votes separating them. Does Joe Biden have a chance of catching President Trump in Georgia?
8: He does have a chance, Nora. That's because most of these uncounted ballots are from metro Atlanta. These are urban and suburban voters, often friendly to Democrats. Behind me, that is State Farm Arena. And inside there is where Joe Biden needs to make a very big comeback. Inside, Fulton County election officials right now are counting ballots. Fulton, which includes much of Atlanta, has the most registered voters in all Georgia. It's also dominated by Democrats. Biden should win most of these uncounted ballots, a mix of absentee and early votes. At noon today, Georgia had a quarter million uncounted ballots, and a state election official told me Mr. Biden would need to win 64 percent of those votes to win Georgia. From its first day of early voting, Georgia smashed records nearly five million votes cast in all. The state's changing demographics mean it is no longer automatically a red state. The counting of these ballots will go on tonight and into the morning. And one more thing, Nora, state elections officials are also bracing for what they think is the likelihood of a recount.
2: Yeah, well, what about that? What if the final vote gets very close?
8: If the margin is one half of one percent or less, the loser gets to demand a recount. In this race, that's 25,000 votes or fewer.
2: All right, Mark Strassman, thank you. Now, with those Midwestern battlegrounds breaking late today for Joe Biden, all eyes tonight are on Arizona and Nevada. If he can hold on to his leads there, Joe Biden will win the White House. Jamie Yukas joins us now from Phoenix. And, Jamie, so when can we expect final results from there? Nora, we are expecting a new tally here in Arizona tonight. Between in-person and mail-in ballots returned on Election Day, Arizona is tabulating about 600,000 votes. Just over two thirds of those are in Maricopa County, which is the state's biggest voting area and includes Phoenix and its suburbs. It's fast growing, diverse area here. Arizona has been reliably Republican and former Vice President Joe Biden has been ahead in the state so far. Trump did have to win a number of those ballots in order to take over the lead. The Arizona Attorney General's office says hundreds of voters have raised concern that the use of Sharpie markers may have caused ballots to be rejected. But many here saying that is not the case, many elections officials. When it comes to Nevada, we probably will not have all the results back and have them counted from uh, yesterday's election before tomorrow morning. Nora. All right, Jamie Ukas, thank you. We want to turn now to Congress and the battle for control of the United States Senate. CBS's Nancy Cordes joins us now. And Nancy, 24 hours ago, there were predictions of a blue wave and a Republican wipeout stuff has
1: changed a real survival story for republicans Nora. at the start of the night democrats thought they had about 11 places that they could go to pick off the three or four seats they needed to take control of the senate and they were successful in a couple of them colorado beating the incumbent there cory gardner and it appears they're on track to be successful in arizona taking out the incumbent republican martha mcsally but then they kind of got stuck they were not able to pick off joni ernst The Republican in Iowa. They were not able to pick off Susan Collins, the longtime Republican from Maine. She just declared victory this afternoon. And they certainly were not able to pick off Lindsey Graham, who ended up winning his race in South Carolina handily. And so now, Democrats would have to win at least two of the remaining three toss-ups in order to take control. And it won't be easy. Take a look. North Carolina, the Republican there, Tom Tillis, still has a small lead with about 94 percent of the votes counted in North Carolina. In Georgia, David Perdue, the Republican, still holding on with a lead as well. And then there's another Senate race in Georgia that's going to go to a runoff in January. So bottom line, We may not know control, Nora, of the Senate for a couple of months. The Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, said today he still doesn't know whether he's gonna be the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator in the next political season. I understand there were also some history-making wins last night? That's right, some really interesting firsts. The first two African-American openly gay legislators are going to be going to the House of Representatives from New York State. New Mexico sending its first all-female House delegation to Washington, they are all women of color as well. And then Delaware voters elected their first transgender woman to the state Senate. So she now becomes the highest ranking transgender woman in America.
2: And what was the most diverse voting electorate in American history? Nancy Cordes, thank you. Even with an uncertain election result, Wall Street rallied at the prospect of divided government. Today, the Dow gained more than 367 points, that's more than 1%. The Nasdaq was up by nearly 4%, its best day in six months. The U.S. reported more than 91,000 new COVID infections on Tuesday. That is the second worst day of the entire pandemic. Four out of the five highest days for new cases have all been recorded since Friday. And the San Francisco 49ers shut down their practice facility after wide receiver Kendrick Bourne tested positive for COVID. The Niners are scheduled to play the Green Bay Packers tomorrow night. Well, tonight, forecasters are warning millions in South Florida to keep an eye on Ada. What was once a major hurricane is now pulling away from Central America, where it killed at least three people. Ada is now expected to gain strength before hitting Cuba and South Florida as a tropical storm. That's possibly on Sunday. Tonight, Joe Biden is within striking distance of winning the White House. In the race to 270 electoral votes, CBS News projects that he has 253 to President Trump's 213. Arizona and Nevada could get him there. We characterize both as likely for Biden, and we may get updated numbers later this evening. The Trump campaign is fighting back, filing lawsuits that seek to stop the vote count in both Michigan and Pennsylvania. At the same time, it's calling for a recount in Wisconsin. Biden spoke briefly today in Delaware, making a call for unity, saying it is time to put the harsh campaign rhetoric behind us and come together as Americans. And we hope you'll stay with CBS News for the latest on 2020 America Decides. We'll be back throughout the night as more vote comes in and CBS News' decision desk can call more races. And reminder, if you can't watch the CBS Evening News Live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell at CBS News Election Headquarters in New York. Here in Times Square, a big thank you to everyone who has worked so hard to carry off this election night here at CBS. We'll be back. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others
3: are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours
8: Plus on Apple Podcasts.